1: They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you, or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com TireRack.com, TireRack.com The way tire buying should
0: be. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet,
2: Get to the chopper!
1: <laughs> Greetings. Welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend. His name is Mike Harmon. You know, normally <laughs> you really say you have to listen to the whole show. Now you listen to the last night show
3: to get that joke tonight. Uh, we're broadcasting ah, It'll live. become uh, standard here in no time. <laughs> kind of like singing old hang sign. at New Year's.
1: <laughs> we're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be, so we got some NFL hot takes coming your way. That little bit of hot take theater as we get oh, ready good. for the beginning so of training hot. camp. But um, and, and yes, we'll get to the Mets and that disaster of a press Woo! conference and, and game that they have had so far. <gasps> Steve Cohen speaks, I could change things if they don't get better. Mets trail the Brewers 5-2 in the ninth. I
3: could change the world. And your uh, manager got kicked out of the game. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's everything you could want. Did you really want to be around? I mean, maybe he doesn't want to be around.
3: Uh, No, no, no. At this point, you got a dinner reservation. You got a show (laughs) you've – you know, put on your DVR. Maybe you want to go watch the U.S. in, in this match here uh, or uh, some, some women's uh, soccer. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, the NHL draft, there's lots to do.
1: Yeah, oh, no, no, there is. There's lots of stuff going on. We got people forgetting who they're drafting
3: in the NHL oh, yeah. draft, the no, booing of the commissioner. No, we, we got, got a guy in Detroit stuff. named Axel who looks like a young Axel. It's really odd. TJ bringing the NHL draft to its shananana knees knees <laughs> Axel
1: Foley or uh Rose
3: a <laughs> uh, little bit like Axel Rose from Axel uh, Rose Ax- from back Ax- in the day a kid from Sweden <laughs> <laughs> No that's Brett
1: Michaels and Poison that's oh. the sigh from uh Every Rose Has Its Thorn Yeah oh. that, that
3: is not the patience sigh
1: Get your hair bands and metal of the 90s correct Alex I'm Mike. sorry you can't just play anything you want to all the time although half of me was expecting the Cleveland, but we didn't get that. Not yet. Uh, now, we will get to, yes, a, a, I mean, a press conference that I just keep shaking my head about, but a big story comes down today in the NFL that still has – a big part of the story to go. There are going to be some big-time gambling bans expected this week for players in the league. A handful of players, including Colts cornerback and kick returner Isaiah Rodgers, are going to get season-long suspensions for violating the NFL's policy on gambling. ESPN Adam Schefter reporting this earlier in the day. So we're going to get a bunch of people, and we're going to find out, hey, you gambled the wrong way. And now you are going to miss the entire season, it, which, you know, it's kind of, it, it, sometimes when I see story like this, I go, here's the NFL who for years fans said, oh, you know, why don't you embrace, just embrace gambling, just embrace gambling. Now they embrace gambling, players getting suspended. See, what are you doing embracing gambling? Well, we knew this was going to happen. <laughs> the players are going to all get in trouble. It's like the NFL is like, hey, if we're going to be damned if we do, damned if we don't, I'm going to be damned if we're going to make money on it. That's so this right. is more money for us. So if we can't win either way, we're going to embrace gambling and we'll suspend the players they have to be suspended
3: yeah no it's it's really that that beautiful thing what what do you got to write I mean it is that slow time in the news stories right because you've got three weeks I mean there's a lot going on but there's not a lot going on. Does that make sense? So it's sure. the kind of, kind of thing where it's like, all right, I need a column from you. I mean, you know, paycheck, you, you're contractually obligated to give us five. Like, what, what if I give you fake outrage that several <laughs> players amongst the, how many other, what, 1,700 players in the NFL got caught gambling? Yeah, let's do that. Oh, How much did it make fault. for the the rest of the players that mm-hmm. didn't get caught gambling? Yeah. In terms of revenue brought back by the NFL, that's that's the thing that I always chuckle about. Everybody, you know, does the uh, violin playing of of this that and, you know when it's CBA time, whatever. It's like they're still getting fifty percent. Of every dollar in league mm-hmm. revenue. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money that goes into these payrolls when it's all said and done. And we always get the the press and attention. This goes for the NBA. It goes for the guys in Major League Baseball. Pick a sport. It's a very few uh, select guys and women that, that take up all the headlines. Everybody else is like, really, man? Like, I got to answer questions because of those three or four guys. Like, nobody knew who this guy was in Indianapolis before this.
4: No, and we're face. waiting to find Didn't out know who,
3: who he was. The the- they're like, it's Anthony Richardson, Richardson, Richardson. Yeah. Richardson. Oh, they're doing their Jets to the Mets, you know, Mets to the Jets <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Just like you.
1: But let's do, something. let's do something a little bit different here off the top of the show. We ready for this? Yeah, let's go. So, we're still going to find out the names. We need to educate. So the NFL says what they're going to do now to help reinforce the points. They're going to reinforce the six key rules of the gambling policy that the league emphasizes.
3: <laughs> I'm going to oh, give the you. the points of emphasis are out already. We I... haven't even gotten into the rules review nope. uh, and the officials meetings. <laughs> no, nope. I'm going
1: to give you a point of emphasis and you tell me if it's a real point of emphasis <laughs> oh, or if it's not great. a point of emphasis. Are you ready?
3: <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Are you ready,
1: Harmon? Tyshon? Frostburg, go. You guys ready to go?
3: I was born ready.
1: All right. Here we go. It. I will give you. These are six key rules of points of emphasis. This is what the NFL says you can't do now, and I give you what You tell me if it's a rule or if it's not a rule. First, well, I have one. to follow these. Yeah. No, well, yeah. You do. Yeah. Well, you work for the Chargers, man. You can't. You can't do that. You can't gamble. Well, I'm supposed things. to know these, so this you should be. You just can't say the word Gamble at all. No, no, no. I, I, I'll start you off with an easy one. Don't bet on the NFL. Is that a point of emphasis or not?
3: It better don't, be. Don't bet on the NFL. As uh, Jimmy Dugan once said, it's good advice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. And uh, There will be emphasis. no betting on the NFL. Okay. Tie shirt.
2: I'm going to say yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is one where we're hooked up. It's You're going to get a little electric shock. It's, you made that up, uh, If today. you answer cor- incorrectly. Psst, it's fake. I like the buzz. Leave me alone. Okay. Don't bet on the NFL.
1: That is a point of emphasis. I'm uh, sorry, That You're not allowed to bet on
3: the NFL. Oh, I can't why? Be- I
1: can't believe that needs to be a point of emphasis, but
3: apparently why it not? does. Why <laughs> not?
1: You I mean, do they need to put up a
3: shirt. sign like they're leaving for the field? You know, like it says "believe" or whatever it says. Yeah. Do not bet on the NFL today. Yeah, yeah. Those who stay will be champions. You know,
1: yeah. Commitment to excellence. Don't bet on the NFL.
3: <laughs> you guys can <laughs> bet that tie shirt will never be working in the NFL.
1: <laughs> that's what the coaches say. Is they're all going on the field instead of you ready? Go have a big day, Tom Brady. Hey, go have a big. Don't bet on the NFL. All right, great.
3: Hey, don't bet on the NFL.
1: Hey, did you bet today? Very good. All right, don't bet on the NFL. All
3: right, hey, so you don't might have have them the running your broadcast. I mean, we've got everybody else in the. Uh, you know in in the pool there all right are you ready here we go yeah let's Uh, go point of emphasis
1: it's okay to have a family member place a bet for you as long as you live in the same household (laughs) is that a point of emphasis
3: from the NFL. Did you steal that from the terms of service? You can, uh, you can have a 1999 mem- Netflix account. <laughs> the last time
1: I checked it's the complete opposite answer to what you just said. Okay. watch. Well, hey, you gotta know. You have you gotta somebody gotta, bet for you. We gotta know. But if, if they live in the same household, that's the question. Uh, it is doesn't a, matter where they are. Is there a rub to this? Okay. All
3: right. Excuse Tie me? shirt? I mean, that that's still legal, isn't it? They can still do that. Well,
2: Jason, I think if it's over one million, it's allowed.
3: Okay. It's okay to have
1: a family member place a bet for you as long as you live in the same household. That is not a point of emphasis. (laughs) But Uncle Rich was living in the basement. Sorry, he can't bet for you. Uh, Richie! Anybody see Richie? Don't have someone bet for you is actually the point of emphasis number two. Really? No, you can't. But it's not me betting. Uh, But it doesn't, (laughs) doesn't matter. They're betting for you. They just wanted some money. No that you got if Uncle Rich living in your basement wants to bet, he's gotta bet by himself. He can't say, Oh
2: man, Teicher told me to bet that this is No awesome. no it's it's his choice. I just lended him some money. And, uh, <laughs> so
1: so listen so if Frostburg wants you to bet on the Chargers don't take his money why because you can't because then you'll get in trouble too you're gonna be in front of Congress and everybody I have no money so it's great
3: that would be the end of Frostburg you don't want to be in front of Congress Bolt's booth would have to change his account yeah that's that's not happening no I don't know Dave
2: Chappelle told me just to plead the fifth so
3: I think I'm okay (laughs) (laughs) one two three four Uh,
1: is this a key rule of gambling policy you are allowed to enter a sports book during the regular season if you walk in the front door and declare yourself an NFL player first.
3: <laughs> you get to yell sanctuary while you are, you're <laughs> sanctuary. sanctuary. Oh, I regret teaching him yeah. that word. I'm Sauce
1: yes. Gardner. Here's it's, my money. It's like in John Wick. Oh, no, he's in the sanctuary. You can't kill him.
2: I'm going to uh, need a gun.
1: You can enter a sports book in the regular season. If you walk in the front door and declare yourself an NFL player. Absolutely not. Uh, Don't you know who I am?
2: They kicked my dog. (laughs) In season, no chance.
1: All right. So, So, Jason, you're telling me. You're allowed to go in a sports book if you walk in the front door. Front door, very public entrance, and declare yourself an NFL player.
2: So, what if it's like a medieval setting? I hire somebody to be like, "I'm entering
3: from the Chargers."
2: It's like, does that allow me to gamble? I'm gonna say, yeah.
3: It, okay, if you do that at medieval times, I yes. think that's more
2: accepted. Okay, oh, that would okay. be
3: pretty funny. I am now, I am the captain now <laughs> at medieval times. I need now, a gun. I challenge the king.
1: <laughs> that is not one of the NFL's gambling. <laughs> Can you imagine a guy walking. Just walking in. in. The door's open. I walk in the front door. I'm Aaron Rodgers. I'm an NFL star. This way, way, Mr. Rodgers. Drugs are on me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm short on time.
1: Announcing Sir Dak
3: of Prescott as he walks in. (laughs) That's awesome. Comes in Not, like it's king of the ring. <laughs> Not a player. There he is. Comes in dressed like uh, Grady Dick. Yeah. Who stole that from Seth Rollins. So away we go. All right.
1: There are no written restrictions about gambling on football with things other than money. So there's no restrictions about
3: gambling on football. If you gamble cows and a bottle of rum. Money. Hey, What? That's pretty good. I like that. The farmer wagered his donkey and
1: lost
2: it in a (laughs) bet. Sir Jason Smith from The Jason Smith Show would
3: like to place a bet. (laughs) Act this way, sir. I kind of like this now.
1: (laughs) There's no restrictions about gambling on football as long as you bet something that's not money. Is that a point of
2: empathy? I would like to put down two mules.
3: <laughs> I have put down two pints of blood. <laughs> Take my special lady friend. <laughs> Whoa! I will hey, bet you no. two hamburgers that this is this, gonna
1: the best. I'm going to need Jets protection. Cover by seven. Wow! <laughs> okay, you ruin it by going to John Wick all the time, right? We have the we have the whole medieval time. Yeah, you never go full John Wick. You ruin man. it by going to John Wick. Can't go and full John. And if folks John don't Wick. know
3: the reference, you really yeah, had and, uh, something else re- going on there. So mm-hmm.
1: everybody awesome. won. Well, what do you think? No restrictions about gambling if you gamble something no, other you than you can't money.
0: barter. Come on.
1: Okay. <laughs>
3: right. Welcome to Barter Town. <laughs> And I'm living here in Barter He's a child. Here's my house if the Jets go 0-17. <laughs> <laughs> but if I win, if I win, I get Brady's old place in mm. Southern California. Okay. That is...
2: Can I answer?
3: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I'd like to wager this gun. (laughs) Uh, Yes, it should be allowed.
1: Okay, that <laughs> that'd be so fun.
3: Commissioner Tyshirt.
1: That is that well, <laughs> would be a
3: commissioner of the future. he would be pretty so good. Uh, pretty good policies. Pretty open and uh, ready for change. That chaos. is that is not
1: a point of emphasis for uh, new sucks. rules by the NFL. I tell you, hey, but it's hey, but that's what it, it's about educating. Now you know the only rule we know so far: don't bet on the NFL. Right. Not like you need a bunch of other ones, but we know that so far. It's a course of the night. If we're this is like a class, it's. It's like a three-hour class you take one night a week, right? You learn everything else. So there we go. But I do I do feel pretty good about walking in the front door and declaring yourself. <laughs> and if- <laughs> Don't ask me to play daily fantasy football, you knuckleheads. <laughs> I am Raiders running back Josh Jacobs. I am holding out, so I am technically not a national football league player. I declare myself safe at the sports book. <laughs>
3: Bring me the finest meats and cheeses can, can you can Can you put that up on your Facebook status? <laughs> Frostburg declared himself safe as sportsbook. You know, when there's an no, earthquake don't you, don't you, 700 don't you, don't you, miles away and stuff. Are <laughs> people in Los Angeles, when there's something that happens in the Bay Area, I'm safe. It's like, didn't think you weren't. I'm a football player and would like an update on the 49ers quarterback situation. Is it
1: Trey Lance? Is it Sam Donald or Brock Purdy? I need to know now.
3: People are learning. That's the best part. People are learning. No, I like that. There we go. Uh, Something like like AI. It's learning. Take all my money
1: on Dalvin Cook having (laughs) seven touchdowns against the Jets. (laughs) I'm going 0-17. Bet my house the Jets don't win a game.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The
0: 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters.
2: League football player, and I would like to
3: place a wager
1: on Thursday night's
3: game. Yeah, I'm waiting for Jethro Tull's minstrel in the gallery to come down the line eventually too. (laughs) My lord and ladies. (laughs) Yes, thank you. I would bet on the Lions to win the (laughs) NFC North. Thank you. Well, you you know, you could go into that whole uh, description. You know, the Lions have fared pretty well. Mm Mm-hmm. In the Coliseum for many a year. <laughs> well, they, they have. This is true. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon,
1: live. com Studios. This hour of the show brought to you by Discover. The end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn. That's right. Everything you earn is doubled. Seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself at slash match. Well, I spent all day today so incredibly nervous. Just waiting and went, what the hell is Steve Cohen going to say? Yeah. Why is he having a press conference? Everybody knows the Mets stink. Everybody knows the bunch of overpaid players the Mets have. They got old all at once. I told you that was my fear at the beginning of the year. What happened? They all got old at once. That's what happens. And this is that he should have hired me to be the GM instead of Billy Epler. Maybe things would be better. But anyway... What is he going to say? How is he going to say something that's not going to be incredibly embarrassing? And I was so nervous all day. And then, honestly, after he talked, there's a couple of things that I cringed about, but there's a couple of things that I said, this is why I love him as the owner. This is why I love him as the owner. Because his big message that he had, you're going to hear a little bit of Steve Cohen right now, is that, hey, if things don't get better soon, I'm going to make a bunch of trades the deadline, and it doesn't matter who it is.
3: We'll see where it goes. It's on the players. They're veterans. They've been there before. These are players that have done it. And we'll see if they can get their act together and and string together some wins.
1: Look at it. It's on you. Get your act together. All the, I mean, I love yeah. that. Yeah, well. it's on you. You guys stink. Yeah, I'm paying you money, but you guys stink. I, I was I was nervous, and then I felt better as the t- as time went on, watching him talk. And I'm saying to myself, "Okay, there's a reason why this guy is where he is." And you can see how comfortable he was talking, and how there were there was never a moment where I felt this is the, this is the time where he realizes I'm in over my head as an owner in Major League Baseball. No. It was he, he, he showed exactly why he's an owner that everybody should want. Because he said, listen, it's on you. If things don't get better, I'm going to make trades. Right? I mean, owners don't usually say things like that. They're usually that, that's something a GM would say or something a GM would refuse comment on. But this is Steve Cohen's team. He put it together. He is spending all kinds of money on a payroll this year that is absolutely terrible. $360 million It's going to wind up being by the time the season's all said and done. And he has no qualms about saying, hey, yeah, you guys are on notice. You guys are. On. Now, maybe a little bit is because Buck Showalter keeps saying, hey, you know, the guys will get it together. Guys. Get it. I understand a veteran's hand. I understand Buck Showalter saying don't panic. Don't panic. But, guys, the season's over. I mean, it, 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 but for Buck Showalter, still, still, we got to get go- The season's over. It's done. The Mets are 16 games out. They're eight games out of a wild card. You're done. You're done. The season is over. It's not even the end of June because you stink. The season is over. I, I hate when teams say, oh, we just have, we'll get right soon. We'll get it right soon. We'll get it right soon. No. Now, now look, you, you, we're not even at the all-star break. And you're saying, oh, we're at also all So I, I can't stand that. Maybe that's why Steve Cohen said it the way he did. So I'm, I'm digging this, right? I'm, and now I've, I've, I've kind of turned into, okay, we stink this year. Now I, now I get to do my second favorite thing, and that's trade away players in my mind. Right, I tell you every day, how do I go to sleep? I think about guys to trade away for the Mets and what we can do and move on. And now I get to do it every day because now every day that's getting close to the deadline, you know, Steve Cohen's going to trade everybody. And here's the part I like the most, Mike. And this is what sets Steve Cohen apart from every single other owner in sports, every single other owner in sports. What are you going to do with the deadline? He's got a lot of guys you think he's not going to be able to move. Can't move Verlander. Can't move Scherzer. Can't move some of these Marte's got money left on his deal because these guys are making too much money and they're not going to want a player like that if they got to pay him money and you're not going to get a prospect back. But Steve Cohen's like, no, no, no. I'll do this because, quote, I already consider the money spent. In an unfortunate circumstance, circumstance, if I can find some ways to improve our farm system, that's the path we take because I'm willing to do it. No owner has ever spoken that way and said, I consider the money already spent. Usually it's, what are we going to do? Verlander gets another $40 million next year. There's no way we can trade him. And Steve Cohen's going to say, I'll I'll eat seventy five percent of the contract if it means we're going to get a a good potentially a good relief pitcher or we get a couple of prospects back. What's he a thirty six million next year? I'll pay thirty million of it. I don't care. I don't, I'll give him. I'll, I'll pay three. So they're paying him six million for the rest of this year and next year, and you're going to give me a couple of prospects. Then would teams line up for Verlander? Of course they would. Well, may, maybe it was just New York. Maybe the Mets stink. Verlander just won the Cy Young. Now he'll give up a couple of prospects. This is what having money as an owner and not caring about being—I have to be fiscally responsible. This, this is what it means, and this is why it's such a new day, and why I'm not even that upset today. Uh, after, after all of this, no, because you. Because I know he's just. Well, no, I'm, I'm upset the way the season went, but you know, Mets to the Jets. Mets gotta get me to the Jets. The Mets will get I'm already here with Aaron Rodgers every day, man. So I mean it's all right. I mean That's I don't true. even worry about anything else. I'm already there. But this is this is this is your owner saying the money's already spent. I don't care. I don't care what it is and no and and owners are not going to care in baseball if he still has a three hundred and fifty million dollar payroll next year but it's really four hundred and fifty because he's paying guys who aren't on the team anymore I mean there'll be some owners who will grouse about that and go oh look at that he can spend fifty million dollars on a guy to make him go away and that's half my budget yeah sorry that that that's how it goes but I don't think anybody's going to go crazy like they did earlier this year going no we don't spend four hundred million dollars for a reason he's not going to listen to the rest of baseball he's not going to listen to what they say. He's going, to, okay, if I can get a couple of other prospects, that's what I'm going to do. He ate all of Eduardo Escobar's money. Why? So they could get the 18th and 19th best prospects the Angels have pitching uh, in, in their farm system, because maybe they can help the team win. I'll eat that money. He'll eat Scherzer's money. He'll eat Verlander's money. I mean, it's a lot of eating. I mean, that's like me sitting down at a at a at a, at a big competitive eating contest, just plate after plate of bacon, and I'm just downing it like crazy. It's a lot of money, but he will eat it all because he wants to win, and I'll just spend. New next year, and it is awesome. I went from being so nervous and so afraid of what's gonna happen, watching with with my eyes peek, you know, what my eyes through my fingers to, yeah, this is what it means to have an owner who says I want to win and I don't care what it means, and I mean may not make the right decisions all the time, but that doesn't mean we're gonna be afraid of continuing to go forward. I'm just gonna dust off these guys who aren't playing well for us, and we're gonna move on and get other players, and we're gonna try to get in the offseason. I loved what Steve Cohen did today. I loved it
3: yeah no it, it was a great speech from a cool table and all of that fun and excitement and then someone's going to remind them remind him and remind anybody else that has his ear to say you know what we're not that far from a wild card yeah there's a bunch of teams in that log jam but can we not play better baseball right are you assuming that this is this is as good as it's going to get being eight games under five hundred. I, I get it. It's a large sample size. Wait, how many games, Mike? Uh eight. Oh, eight games. Wow. Yeah. Well, we'd, that's be first, we'd be that's in first. We'd be in first place in the so AL nine. Central.
1: Okay. We'd be in first place
3: by no, nine but, games in the AL Central. But but the point I'm getting to, right, is that when you look at where the standings are right now the Marlins, Dodgers, Giants, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Cincinnati, they're all at the top. Three games or fewer behind the leading Miami Marlins. The Marlins playing this way for another half season, maybe, right? We're we're doing we're doing all this as we we go through the process and trying to see well who rises, who falls. Cincinnati obviously getting Votto back. Ellie Dela Cruz is now a poster on your wall, and you follow his every at bat, and you're charting his trading cards like stocks. Smith, I know you, but. You've got the Reds, you've got the Cubs, you've got the Pirates, and the Padres are the teams ahead of you. I, th- I think there's an opportunity with a little bit of a run that suddenly you're back in the mix. No, so. it's dead. <laughs> well, no, look, look, you, you, so you would you like to think that. Look, it's over.
1: I, I, I would like to think that. I would love to think that, Mike. You know me. I'd love to, I'd like you try. I, I would love to think that. But this team is just terrible. I mean, they, 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 the worst teams in Major League Baseball, they lose two out of three, Two. They find way, They find ways to nights where their pitching is great once in a while, they don't score any runs. And most nights where they score seven or eight runs, the other team scores nine. They're just not good. And you had a night where Steve Cohen came out and said, because this is, this is what you do, right? When you come out and you make a statement and you talk about something, this is when you expect your team to respond, right? Oh, the this, fire in the belly when, when you, speech. When you, when is that what you're doing? Man, your intestinal fortitude each, you find no 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 when when you fire a manager usually it's done right before a series against a bottom feeder team so the players get put on notice, right? It's not that the, that a manager is able to change the courses of, of a team in one week, go, okay, now I'm gonna do this instead. No. But you fire a manager, the players get put on notice, and maybe they start playing better, they catch fire and things kind of gel for you, right? That's what you do. You but you expect when a big when a big thing happens in your organization, you do it at a time when you expect the players to respond. Respond, right. So Cohen has his press conference today before the game and says, if things don't change, yeah, I'm going to trade a bunch of guys. I'm going to get prospects. It's on the players. It's because it 100 percent is I'm spending this money. Everybody told me and you guys are not playing well. This is on you. And he is 100 percent. No, correct. 100%. So he puts them all on. He puts them all on notice. And, and what was tonight? A listless five-two loss to the Brewers. They but you went up series. against one of the
3: the game's best in Wade Miley. Uh, he was just
1: coming back from injury. He has a
3: That's all uh, right. He's five and two with a three ERA. Yeah, uh, he's not. This is when you he's expect
1: him a fire. You just won. You just won the night before against Tehran, who has been fantastic. All right? He's been great. He had six great starts to start the season. He's been. Fa- you figure okay? He can't we can't win just, every game. We just beat their best pitcher, one of the best pitchers in baseball this year. Okay, Wade Miley is fine. He's not bad. We're going to come back, and instead, you don't get an effort, and your manager gets thrown out. And I the think your manager needs to, to get to fired.
3: Month. If I'm being blunt about it, well, you, you, Buck you should could, be back in a broadcast look, booth. You could. Buck's ability Buck to ma- look. I get the roster was assembled for him. Blah blah blah. But don't tell me he didn't have a hand in it. And then, as you get into the season, you've adjusted nothing, and your bullpen management has been dismal. See a Buck. Yeah. Keep no, walking. Look
1: you could you could fire buckshow walter and i'm sure that's what will happen at the end of the year right cuz cuz I, I i don't think steve cohen he doesn't want the mets to turn into a circus and that's the, that's the danger right he doesn't want them to turn wait, into a circus wait 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 turn into a circus uh, yeah well cuz every year's different every some years are more circus like than others some years are a big top circus some years are just a hey, circus oh, okay. coming to town for a weekend that's quite a three ring some, sometimes again. it's just a carnival sometimes it's just a, you know a carnival weekend you know you're like some, the ones
3: that set up in mall parking lots for yeah, a couple the, of days the, the,
1: that's just there from Friday to Sunday, and that, that sometimes yeah, that's the, okay. the circus for the Mets. He doesn't want it to be a circus. He could fire Buck Showalter, but honestly, what's that going to do? Are the Mets suddenly going to start playing
3: better? They all like Buck Showalter. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's great. Maybe, maybe they need someone they, they want to battle with a little bit. I, I, like, maybe I someone with a, a different voice, different ideas. I, you know, Buck's old. I don't have to listen to him. They go off a few good men on him. Uh,
1: I, if, if I thought firing Buck Showalter would change things, I would say yeah, but, I mean, what, what's it going to do? It was, it was very frustrating to see that loss the other night when he refused to bring in the Mets' two relievers. The game against the Phillies, it's the most famous game of the year now in Major League Baseball because of uh, how the Phillies won that game. Uh, I would have liked to see him do that, and that was a big-time mistake by him, but it's like everybody wants to now run, jump up and blame somebody, and because of that game, it's, oh, it's all Buck's fault. Uh, it's not Buck Showalter's fault. Francisco Lindor is hitting two twenty, right? It's not his fault. It's not, it's not his fault that Verlander and Scherzer suddenly are pitching like number four starters. It's not his fault. I not warned you. It's 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 it, it's just it's just bad. It's just they got old overnight, and they 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 did not um, they did not maneuver themselves around how to succeed with the new rules in baseball, with not being able to throw over to first base, stealing more bases, being able to, to not have to worry about the shift, hit for higher average, the way baseball is trending. None of that happened. They just put a bunch of guys out there and said, okay, we're going to succeed. And it didn't work. It doesn't always work. The Mets stink, but that's why I like this. He's going he's to dig out from under the salaries. I'll pay these guys salaries. I'll get prospects, and we'll go on and spend again next year and we're going to we're going to we're going to keep going till we succeed. No other owner does that. No other owner in sports talks about money being no object and means it. Other guys say, "Oh, the money doesn't matter. We can spend the money on this guy." We, we just ju-. no, no, no. You would spend the money if you could. No other owner talks about money and I will spend it and means it like Steve Cohen does. He's the only one. Uh, you don't know
3: that he means anything
1: yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know he's got a 360 million dollar payroll this year. I know he's spending that kind of cash. <laughs>
2: Uh, All right, we've wasted
1: enough time on the Mets. Jeez.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now.
1: Oh, five second dance party for my favorite song. She did ballet. I'm Black Sports man. Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. true, you know. Why. It's like one of my top ten favorite songs of the, since wow. 2000. I love. Is Skater that really Boy. true? I love Skater wow. I, I don't know why. It's just one of those. R- it's one of those guilty pledges. I just love Skater Boy. I just I can't wait I sing, to do
3: rankings of. Something. I
1: sing this like as loud as I'll sing Mr. Brownstone when it comes on the radio.
3: Really? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. You kidding? I mean, how do you sing along to "Love Story" at full throat? Uh, no. I then you are dead to me. I didn't. <laughs> this goes back to uh, Richie helping you out before. See, I tie it all together. <laughs> some got the reference; some don't.
1: That's all right. That, that, they said she's a, he's a skater boy. He said, see you later, boy. That's how it works. I'll it's take something. tears for fears over this any day. No, stop. <laughs> I, stop, stop. Yes. Tyshirt's going to play like 17 million tears for fear songs the rest of the night. We got all one deep cut. boy. Tyshirt, you have one right boy. now? No, no, no. We don't need one now. We don't need one now. We don't need one. We don't need one now. No, Just making no. sure he has it. No. Okay. Now you know he's got it. Stop. 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 Playing this song. Thank you. Uh, how about a little bit of hot take theater? National Football League style. Everybody is taking a look now at what we're looking at from, from mini camp as we get set for the NFL to take a few weeks off where he really hit it for training camp. Look, the Jets are less than a month away from showing up because they play in the yeah. uh, Hall of Fame game, and Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. It's exciting time. So how about a little bit of hot take theater? You ready, Mike Harmon? Yeah, let's go. All right. I'm going to make you – well. I, I'm, If I said this and Frostberg was the subject, he would be mad at me. But I'm going to make you a very happy man right now. Okay. Hot take number one. The Chicago Bears win the NFC North. Wow. Your Chicago Bears win the NFC North. First of all. It's a season of flux for all of the teams, right? The Packers, who knows what you're going to get with Jordan Love. The Vikings are going to be the Vikings. They had a really good year last year because everything went their way. They finally had a year with all the breaks, right? Yeah. The Lions were good Uh and they were a fun story, but in the end, oh, the Lions fell a little bit short. And it was a, what are they going to be like this year with the pressure on them? Meanwhile, you had the Bears, who Uh all they did in the offseason was get better. They had a lot of holes. Is why you picked number one. But now they have a set of skill position players that are just fantastic. Okay, you're talking about, hey, we had three pretty decent wide receivers. You know, Mooney's not bad. You know, Claypool, we'd like a little bit more out of him. But you make the big trade for DJ Moore. Suddenly, you got a big-time number one receiver that you can pair with Justin Fields, who, as long as he grows a tiny bit as a passer, is going to be the next Lamar Jackson. You know he can already run the football the way he does. He is an unbelievable weapon. You are deeper at running back. You lost Montgomery, but Khalil Herbert is, is pretty good. You dra- I like the guy you drafted, Rashawn Johnson, is pretty good. Uh, uh, you made moves to turn the skill position players really into something. And the defense is pretty good. Your secondary is really good. Uh, uh, suddenly, all these changes, all the money they spent, everything to overhaul the roster, it's a bad division. Yeah, I'll take the Bears to win the NFC North this year.
3: Oh, I hate you. Oh, buddy. What are you doing to me? Buddy, I, I, I mean, I, I have you know a little bit of hope. I was telling you, hope's a dangerous thing. I know people focused on red being all excited about hope and Andy being excited about hope. No, no. Um, Chase Claypool. All the reports are he stinks, which is something I. But it doesn't kind of matter. You. you have DJ
1: Moore now, so it doesn't doesn't matter. He's a good He's model. Cool can stink. It's okay. What's up, Prosper?
3: He's a good model. No, he he did he he you know was on the catwalk that worked out well. No, I, I like the receiving core. I like the skill position players. I actually really like Justin Fields. I think he's going to be, uh, he's going to take a big jump. Uh, You got two tight ends. Uh, As much as I'm not a huge Cole Komet guy, you do bring in Tunyon. Don't forget, it rhymes right. with Funyon. Deeper uh, there, too. And Khalil Herbert coming back off injury. That's one of the things that concerns me. David Montgomery, hey, now he's a lion. Yeah, uh, but you have Dante
1: Foreman, who had a big no, year last year. I mean, no, you have enough depth no, no, to I, overcome I, I, a lot of things.
3: And it's yeah. a bad division. No, I, I get that, which is why the Packers are still going to win it. And mm. Jordan Love's going to mock everybody, <laughs> including a bunch of hot takes. Of, if he was ready, they would have – no, no.
0: No, uh, have a let it faith, run man. its natural
3: course with Aaron Rodgers, And now you move forward and you've got a lot of young guys growing with him. Have a little. I, faith. I, I like the, the cut of your jib, but uh, you have the I best
1: quarterback win. in the division. It's going to be just fine. Uh, more NFL hot takes coming up next. Keep it right here. Jason and Mike Fox.